Um, I love that um, you're inspiring young girls because I think it's so important. It's right. I have a girl and I have a boy, but both for both it's important, but it's just, they need to start at such a young age to develop right. that self-confidence and, and be better together that no, it's, you know, you can collaborate and have a good tribe as you mentioned. So definitely. definitely. Yeah. Welcome to the true elegance podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Bumia Kikube, also known as Dr. B. Through solo episodes and guest sessions, we delve into the timeless qualities of style, grace, and sophistication, and uncover what makes you truly elegant. So sit back, relax, and let's get started on this empowering journey of becoming truly elegant. Elegant Tribers, and welcome to another episode of the True Elegance Podcast. Today, I have with me Dr. Amber Tishner, and Dr. Tishner believes that women and girls can be better together when we uplift and empower each other versus tearing each other down. So join me in welcoming Dr. Amber to today's session. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here with you this morning. Beautiful. All right. Well, um... As our previous discussions have gone, um, the True Elegance podcast focuses on the inner beauty and the values we bring as women, also to encourage girls and young girls across the world to know that elegance is not just about fashion, the hair, the dress, the makeup, even though we do value that, but focusing more on the true beauty we carry on the inside. So as we kick off this conversation today, I would just like to throw it up to you to share in your own words what true elegance means to you. I think true elegance means to me, it's something I say so much to the people I work with. It's being comfortable in your own skin. You have to love who you are inside, outside, and everything in between um, before you can love other people. So true elegance is is showing that confidence of really being comfortable in your own skin and loving yourself. Beautiful, beautiful. I love that. <laughs> being comfortable in your own skin. And um, can you share with us, like how long did it take you for you to come to that realization? Did you just grow up that way or was there? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, no, I would say I was an awkward teenager. I um, was pretty insecure. I wouldn't say I was shy. I had a good group of friends, but I, um, there was a lot of self-doubt and it's, um, I, I, I hadn't found my voice when I was younger. So that took time. And, um, it was probably in my twenties and thirties that that's when I realized, I became more comfortable with who I am and, um, you know, that self-realization comes in of being happy with who you are and other people aren't going to make you happy. And so, um, you know, you look at things that you wish you could go and tell your younger self, but, um, I think all the lessons along the way also help to make you who you are. So. Awesome. Beautiful. Um, so you had mentioned being an awkward teenager. What exactly does that mean? <laughs> oh, I kind of 
Let's see. I, I I was very thin. I was tall. I had short hair. When I was younger, I often was, people would say, oh, there's that nice looking boy. And, you know, I just didn't, <laughs> I didn't look girly, you know? And so I think that made me feel insecure and I was a late bloomer. And so, you know, just the things that when you're, you know, I have a teenage daughter now and I look at what she focuses on and I just, I was slow to get there. And so when you're, you know, kind of behind your peers, it, um, you kind of feel like you're out of place or you're not quite in that inner circle. And so I was, it was me, it wasn't anybody else that was, you know, putting that, that message on me. But um, I think that was it. It was just kind of being the late bloomer and, and being a skinny little girl. Wow. <laughs> well, we have so many of those around these days, you know, yeah. it's, it's never going to go anywhere. No. We all develop at different stages, both physically, emotionally, psychologically. But at the end of the day, everybody does grow up. Yes. <laughs> and learn life <laughs> lessons and become who you need to be at every point in time. Yeah. So that that's quite interesting. And um. <laughs> So beyond that, you know, being, you did survive the awkward teenager stage. You're still rocking your short hair and it's looking absolutely beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah. Was there anything that helped you during that journey, you know, to be able to grow through or make it through that stage? My mother, I have a very strong um, mom and um, she um, is a huge influencer in my life. She is a woman that when she set her mind, she, she still is doing it, but when she sets her mind on doing something, she goes out and she does it. And so I think um, she's been an inspirational role model. She was the first in her family to get her PhD. And then that, you know, I followed in her steps in that direction. And she's always been there and she's always just been a strong, but kind woman. And so she knew her voice and she knew how to use it, but she was friends with everyone. It still is. And so I think, you know, when you're growing up, you see your mom as your mom, you don't necessarily see her as you know, what she is in her day job or her other roles that she is to other people. But now as I look back, I, I see all of that. And so she is one of the biggest influencers on who I am today. Wow, that's beautiful. Thankful for moms. <laughs> exactly. We love our moms. <laughs> and now you get to show that value to your kids as well, because I know you said you have yeah, I have a daughter who's 14 and a son that's 12. So we're right in the thick of the tween kind of teenage years. So it keeps us busy. Yeah, <laughs> definitely, yeah. definitely. Um, So looking at your um experience and the journey so far, what are like two or top three tips you think helps to build true elegance and self-confidence? in women and young girls? I think it's, um, again, the first one being comfortable in your own skin. You really have to like who you are. Um, that's first and foremost with any relationship. I think um, number two in the work that I do with female rivalry behaviors, it can be very difficult to, to have negative behavior 
targeted towards you, but what you can always do, you have no control over the behavior of somebody else, but you always have control over your own and especially how you respond and react. So you can, it can feel hurtful, but you can still respond and react with grace or walk away, but don't stoop down to that other level. And, um, I think first and foremost, you're not going to, I mean, thirdly, I should say, you're not going to be best friends with everybody, but you can always be kind and you can always include. Um, in the work that I do, those are three of my top messages. And I think it fits so nicely with the, the elegance that you're also speaking about, because that's how you build your true character. Wow, that's amazing. I'm going to pick on a few of the things you said. Um, yeah. And you had mentioned about female rivalry. Yes. That might be new to some people. Do you want to expand on that a little bit more? Sure. It's um, I researched it. This is what I studied when I, I got my PhD. And um, it started with female rivalry in the working environment. But as I dove into it, I realized it's often a behavior that happens to women in general. It can start at a very young age. It's very common for this to begin in grade school. And it's just, um, it's a lot of passive aggressive and intangible behaviors that are directed towards one another, mainly in the female. Well, that's what I studied is how it portrays in females. And so it can, it's a form of bullying behavior if it escalates, but what it does to your self-esteem is it truly, it it can be hard to, to share with other people how that feels because it often is so intangible that it's hard to pinpoint what the behavior is, but it, it doesn't make you feel good. And so your self-esteem can go down and it can be hard to voice what it is. Wow. Yeah. And we see that every day, you know. Yeah. It's it's amazing. Even from elementary school, like fifth oh. graders. I was shocked with my daughter when she, a story, she came home in kindergarten one day and was telling me about some behaviors on the playground. And I thought, oh my gosh, I thought, I thought I had to like fifth grade before <laughs> this came out. But what she was telling me, these behaviors, I thought this is not something that these little girls just automatically know this is something they're seeing and they're mirroring so um but it's it it doesn't make you feel good with it if you're the target of it right right and it just also speaks to what we're showing and mirroring to whether it's our kids or anyone that has any form of relationship with us or that meets us every day because like you said they're seeing it somewhere and yes. that's how it's being mirrored um, wherever yeah. they find themselves. And exactly. um, we we just have to come up with um, strategies to be able to address those. And you mentioned some of those as well, knowing that sometimes you don't have control over it. And I think that's quite the difficult part. So how do you address that when... You know, you're just going about doing your own business. Yeah. You're a fifth grader <laughs> going to school to learn. You're an employee going to work to do your job. But for some reason, somebody is just not happy and you're a target <laughs> of that person. I like to say you're in the the wrong path at the wrong time. And so, um, you know, it's hard at any age to understand why somebody would project mean or ugly behaviors towards you. I think it is especially hard 
for an adolescent girl or even a boy, but, um, you know, you're forming, your brain is still developing. You're not, you have all these emotions you're dealing with through puberty. So it's especially hard at a younger age to understand that. And at an age when you're trying so hard to fit in with your peers. So one thing I always say is practice the pause. Um, you can try not to react, try to look inward and really, and it's hard to do, especially if you want to be reactive, but practice the pause and don't react. And then also look inward. This might be harder for, you know, a grade school or middle schooler to do, but look at maybe, did I do something that may have contributed to the behavior? Chances are you didn't, and you're just in the wrong path at the wrong time, but look at these things, look at also, our, do we have cultural differences? Is she some coming from somewhere that I don't understand and vice versa? There could be so many things that could be a reason why that's occurring. It also could be that person is just not a nice person and you know, you're the target, but I think trying not to be reactive and then, you know, discussing it with somebody else, especially at a young age, if you have a, a prominent figure that you can talk to and say, this hurt my feelings, I don't understand why anytime you can talk about these behaviors to, to get them off your chest so it's not weighing you down really helps you because they're very hard to understand. Right, right. Wow. Yeah. I love those practicing the pause. And of course, bringing in um, a recognized authority, especially for the yeah. younger ones, because sometimes you might not be able to handle it yourself. Exactly. And right. it's um, if you've never experienced it before, it can be shocking and it can be it can totally catch you off guard and it definitely will wear down your self-esteem. So if you can talk with somebody to to understand that it's truly not your fault, that will help mm -hmm. you realize that. But it's it's hard to do. <laughs> right. <laughs> I guess it takes a lot of practice, you know, yeah. practicing self, self-control, emotional intelligence to know yeah. the triggers and when things are ramping up to a stage where it's hopefully not going to turn into something violent because, you know, we see it on social media every day, yes. you know, uh -huh. um, beyond race or color sometimes it's age gap sometimes it's just status you know someone yeah. just feels i need to be here you can be here and you just wonder like why <laughs> you totally do because it, it's it can be shocking to see it because i'm of the mindset we can all be better together and you can always be kind, you know? And so if you are the target and if you can walk away, maybe try to do that, try to stay clear of them, but you, you're right. We do see it every day on social media or the news. And, and if, if we can start talking about this type of behavior at a younger age, that helps to be more aware of it is my thought with it. Definitely, definitely. And I like the third point you talked about, you know, with building your true elegance and self-esteem, understanding that you're not going to be everybody's best friend, right? Yes. And that's hard. That's also a hard one to swallow because you think, <laughs> I think sometimes people think that and it's, for one, you don't have the time to be everybody's best friend, <laughs> but, um, but you never know. You can always be kind because you never know when you are meeting somebody who they will mean to you later, you know, right. like 
Maybe that could be your new BFF. Maybe not, but um, you never want anybody to feel like they're excluded or, you know, they're not welcome. So kindness is key. Kindness is key. <laughs> kindness. We all must be a little kinder and be kind because like you said, you never know where that relationship will end up, whether in the interim or in the future. And yeah. we all need each other. Like nobody does life alone. So no. being kind pays off, if not now, sometime in the future. It is so does. And even if they aren't your people or, you know, there's a conflict between you two, if you can oh, rise above is one of my, you can rise above and be better than an ugly or negative behavior. And that shows who, what your true character is about. If you can do that, it's hard. I will totally say it's hard but if you can rise above you are you are selling <laughs> beautiful beautiful wow those are great tips and thanks for sharing those with us today um basically our sessions are usually short and sweet so that people can think through what we've discussed and hopefully be able to apply it in their everyday life and you know we keep taking questions and comments from our audience so we welcome those from time to time. So thank you so much, Dr. Amber Tishner, for sharing with us today. Um, as we wrap up the session, I just want to open it up for you. If you have any closing comments regarding being your true elegant self for our audience, and also we'll talk about how they can stay connected with you beyond today. Sure. I just, I think, um, loving yourself and you will, you will be attracted to the people that are meant for you. It, um, I've seen that in the work I do. I've seen it with my own friendships and, you know, being that going back to being comfortable in your own skin. Um, when you love yourself, your love, it shines through and people see it. And so that's how you attract your tribe, your circle or whatever you call it. And women need that at all ages. I don't care how old you are. Um, you need each other in this life. And um, the female sisterhood is something I talk about so frequently. And it's what makes the world go round, especially for women. <laughs> yes, yes. And I couldn't agree more. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that. And um, can you share with our audience how they can stay connected with you? Absolutely. So I'm on most of the social media platforms, Dr. Amber Tishner, PhD on Instagram and LinkedIn and Facebook. And I also have a website to be coaching and consulting.com. Beautiful. Thank you so much for your time today. And we'll definitely be in touch. Thank you, Dr. B for having me. I've enjoyed our conversation. Beautiful. Have a great day. You too. <laughs> Be sure to subscribe so you'll be the first to be notified of every new episode. Leave a review and share this podcast with that elegant lady in your life. This is a space where we can come together to empower and inspire each other and leave feeling elevated and enlightened. See you in the next episode.